Welcome back to Barca Buzz TV. My name is Adam. Huge 3-0 victory against Sevilla at the Camp Nou today in La Liga, putting us eight points, eight points ahead of Real Madrid for that La Liga race. Of course, we all woke up with a pretty happy situation going on, right? Real Madrid lost to Mallorca, Real Sociedad lost, Atletico drew, Villarreal lost, and Real Batiste lost, meaning all of the teams in the top six besides Barca had dropped points before this game began. And the game started with the lineup I think we all expected. Of course, Alejandro Balde had a little bit of a fever yesterday, so didn't train with the group. We started Jordi Alba instead, but then everything was what we expected, right? We saw Frank de Jong, Busquets, Gavi, Pedri, that four-man midfield. And then up front, we had Lewandowski and Rafinha. Unfortunately, a few minutes into the game, we see Busquets just get his ankle torn up. Going to be out probably two to three weeks. Probably going to miss that first Manchester United game in the Europa League. But more to come on that as we get some tests done. And when he comes out, Xavi makes a curious choice. He puts on Kessier, right? Uh, he keeps that four-man midfield this time, though. He puts on Kessier, which is a little bit unique because, you know, before the season started, I'd heard some rumors that, you know, Kessier would work good in a double pivot. So far this season, I think all of us haven't seen him exactly got his best foot forward. And so I wasn't really sure how he would do in this system. Turned out, right, when Kessier came on that instead of him being, you know, basically just subbing in for Busquets, he was probably more forward. And we had Pedri come back acting as that double pivot with Frankie de Jong. Uh, Pedri himself didn't have a good first half. Overall, the whole team didn't have a first half, right? You're sitting there 0-0 at halftime. Sure, we had a lot of possession, but, you know, through the 30th to the 45th minute, we see Sevilla actually getting the ball a little bit more, and you're just thinking to yourself, man, would it have been better if Xavi had substituted on Anzu Fati or Ferran Torres and, you know, went back to a 4-3-3 instead of this 3-2-5 system if uh, if Kessie is not going to fit, right? Because this whole 3-2-5 system has really benefited Frankie de Jong and Busquets the most. In the last you know month here when we played that lineup, we've seen both of them excel. Didn't work with Kessier. And then I was confused about whether or not the team would really be able to you know, come in in that second half with some fire because this is a Sevilla team, as we all know, in the bottom five of La Liga and not really challenging like they have usually uh, in the league. But we come back into that second half and you know what? Everything started to fire. And I think there are some big lessons we can take away from this game. First and foremost, we had the players who haven't had the best season, haven't had the best recent performances that we really needed to step up in the absence of uh, in the absence of Dembele and Busquets step up, right? And of course, I'm talking about Jordi Alba, Rafinha, and Kessier, right? Rafinha gets that assist to Gavi on the second goal, and then he puts in a Jordi Alba cross for that third goal. You have Jordi Alba, who, of course, is not very happy being on the bench behind this young Alejandro Balde, tried to, I think, force his way out. Uh, a few times in the last, you know, eight months or so since it's been clear Javi is favoring Baldi over Alba. He comes in, he puts in a great shift, right? He gets that first goal after halftime. Uh, the beautiful assist from Kessier just puts it in the back of the net. He also got that assist uh, to Rafinha. And so to see Jordi Alba really step up when we need him the most was, was awesome. Uh, and to see Kessier get his first, you know, big assist, uh, get us that goal that put us ahead. Also, I'm hoping it will just really be a uh, momentum builder for all three players. Rafinha, especially, 
you know, he's got this thing. He just he gets those goal contributions we need, right? It's almost the opposite of Dembele. Whereas Dembele is a great 1v1 player making dribbles. That whole first half, you see Rafinha not really make a lot of dribbles, some, some awkward shots and crosses, doesn't really put it together. But then you look at the numbers here, and in 2023, this calendar year so far through January and the first game of February, Rafinha leads La Liga with eight goal contributions, four goals and four assists so far. And so... Uh, you've heard me talking probably a little bit too much ever since Dembele was out and since Lewandowski was suspended in La Liga. Who's going to be the person to step up and try and help us win these games and put goals or assists you know, on the scoreboard? And we saw Pedri come up with two huge goals uh, to win us some 1-0 games in La Liga. And then today you see you know, Rafinha score. You see Gavi again put another goal. You see Jordi Alba step up. And so that is really a good sign for the team as we kind of peek forward to this Manchester United leg in Europe. You know, I always think, and I think a lot of us Barca fans do, about all the baggage we have of so many times when the team has Roma, Anfield, Bayern, right? That second minute penalty we gave up to Frankfurt last season in the Europa League. You think about all the baggage and you really hope that, you know, this will be the year where. We have almost a fully refreshed team from those, you know, teams of past. Lenglet's gone. Uh, Gerard Piquet is gone. Jordi Alba's hardly starting. And you see today, and, you know, I feel like we've seen in the last month, month here, right, that the team's really gaining confidence. And players who are put on the bench aren't really sulking around, causing a problem in the, in the locker room. They're coming up ready to perform. And we saw that today with Alba, Rafinha, and Kessier. So hopefully... Kessier is able to take this. I think he's the most important guy now that Busquets is out to be the one to be the next man up, right? Because of how f confident the team has looked in this new 3-5, uh, 3-2-5 system, it's, you know, if we're going to really keep it the same and try and not disturb stuff too much, keep on this role in La Liga, in the Europa League, and of course in the Copa del Rey against Real Madrid, Kessier is going to have some huge minutes as well, as well as Rafinha with Dembele out in the next few weeks here. So let's pray they keep doing well. I think another big takeaway too, Obviously, with the defense, we're still looking at here a record pace, 15 clean sheets in 20 games, only seven goals allowed in La Liga. And, you know, with Kunde and Araujo back since the World Cup, with Christensen just being a stud and also healthy at this period of time, and then, you know, Balde too, although Alba today, we're seeing the best defensive lineup from Barca. But really what is impressive to me is not only their defense, but actually their ability to play the ball, right? You think about that first goal. It's Christensen who gets a ball over the top to Rafinha, to Kessier, to Alba to score. You think about the Rafinha goal, right? It is uh, Kunde getting a long ball out to Rafinha, who's able then to cross it in to Gavi for the second goal, actually. And so I, I'm just really enthused to see, you know, not only are our defenders stepping up on the defensive side and, of course, being stalwarts along with Ter Stegen. You know, we've talked on and on about that. But just to see the continued ability of our back line to create offense is really what's adding another level to our team and allowing us to break through some of these low blocks, right? Because you see today in that first half when Sevilla were playing some really negative football, they had five, you know, five men on that back line at all times. It was really tough for us to get through. It was in that second half when you see our center backs and, and right and left backs really bombing forward or Kunde, who just has an unbelievable eye for, you know, runs. He's able to see Dembele and Rafinha a lot when they're making runs and get a ball through. It's, uh, it's just beautiful to see, you know, especially when I think about, you know, watching Man City Tottenham today. You see Erling Haaland making a lot of runs and you're not seeing a lot of players either from the Man City midfield or defense connecting with him. It was really, really encouraging today to see us able to get the ball out to Rafinha in space especially when we've seen that he had trouble in that first half uh, kind of unlocking himself and, and making good passes or putting himself in a scoring opportunity with his teammates.
And then I think the last thing is, you know, a theme that we were really scared of uh, at the beginning of January, right? This whole idea that once Barca went up one goal, uh, they just started to shut down, basically perform in a little shell, lose all their rhythm. Today, we didn't see that at all. We see Jordi Alba put in that first goal, and then immediately afterwards, we see the game, the team again pressing forward, you know, trying to make good passes, trying to get the ball forward, not playing negatively, not, you know, just putting up a, a, a little bit of a shell and playing passively. We saw them go for that second goal, go for that third goal. You know, we could have got a fourth potentially. Uh, and so just to see the team and that mentality mindset shift is really big to me. Because I've pointed out a few times how, you know, Pedri himself vocalized the fear that a lot of us fans had that, you know, once the team is going up 1-0, they were starting to, to turtle a little bit and not really uh, go for the kill, as they say. And so I'm really happy to see the team go out there and just perform their best. I thought it was a, a very good performance from Barca in that second half. I was thrilled to see... Um, you know, so much connection between our midfield and our forwards. Uh, I was happy to see Anzu Fati and Ferran Torres get some time as subs. Alejandro Balde, like I mentioned initially, who had been injured uh, with a fever, not really an injury, in the last few days, to see him come on and get some minutes as a sub, that was also reassuring because he, as, as much as, you know, I'm actually someone who understands Jordi Alba has a place in this team in a long, long La Liga season. I, I uh, you know, certainly know that I'd rather have Balde up in these big games like against Manchester United. So it's good to see him back and healthy. And then uh, besides that, a player I haven't mentioned too much today, again, one of my favorite players, Frankie De Jong, who has just looked so much better with this four-man midfield. He used to get a lot of flack talking about how he was, you know, not a, an integral part of the team or he's like a, a luxury player who can't be the basis and the, the, the midfielder who our team builds around. He is really throwing all those notions away. Uh, you see him so often in the back line with Christensen and Araujo being the one to help get the ball from Ter Stegen and build it up forward. You see him get that beautiful pass to Jordi Alba on the third goal, right? That, that whole... Uh, goal that Rafinha scored started with a Frankie de Jong wonderful pass to Jordi Alba over the top and so to see Frankie de Jong continue to grow in importance continue to grow in confidence in this team is just going to beget a lot of success I know there's so many of you who are upset about his contract and his wages you know that is something that the board has to take care of with the player but to see him really revitalize under Xavi is just makes me happy, right? Same thing with uh, Dembele this season or in last season, right? Just to see the way that Xavi has gotten some of our players who weren't in their best run of form uh, when he took over to, to finally see that push, to see them achieve their best version of themselves really shows what a good coach is about. Uh, you know, if you've heard me and you've been listening to the Barca breakdown for years now, you've heard me talk about this phenomenon that no players who have come to Barca really since I think like Rakitic and Suarez since that offseason have come to Barca and, and improved as players. And finally, I'm seeing, even though they came a few years ago, Dembele and Frankie de Jong improve under Xavi. And we're finding the best way to utilize them. And it is getting us, you know, the success we need in this eight point lead in La Liga. But the mindset is there, guys, right? We're coming back from this bad first half. We're winning games. We're winning the scrappy games. We have to win 1-0. We're, you know, we're getting these uh, Super Cup penalties won, finals won against Real Madrid. We got through to the Copa semis. I mean, everything is on the roll. We need it to be right now. So everyone cross your fingers. Try not to jinx us. Of course, we have to deal with massive injuries to, you know, two certain starters in Dembele and now Busquets, but everything is there for us where we want to see in the most important time of the season. I am getting so hyped up to see us play against Manchester United in about a week and a half here. So let me know in the comments who was your man of the match in this game, what you guys think and how well we're going to do and, 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 you know, whether we can really aspire to winning two uh, of the trophies that we're at play this season. Thank you, guys.